believing in yourself. You can be anything you want to be. Whatever you set your mind to, don't quit. Don't get, don't, don't ever, ever quit. I just had a, a raw and authentic conversation with Rodney Bridges. Rodney shared with me the consequences of some choices he made at a young age that took him down a dark path in his journey back. I think you're gonna be inspired by Rodney Bridges. Today, I'm Sydney with Rodney Bridges. And Rodney, I can't wait for everyone to hear your story. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, what uh, what do you do for CNG? How long you been here? What's your job? I'm a line operator. Um, You're an extrusion tech three, three. Rodney. <laughs> I have to keep up with the jargon. Yeah. Yes, and I've been here five years. Ah, next month. It's amazing. Five years next month. Seems like it's gone fast for me. Yeah, it really has, and, and it's like the newer people. Yeah. That I get to know around here, and they'll tell me, "Oh, we've been here two years," mm-hmm. and I'm like, two years." Yeah. They just walked in the door to me. Yeah. So I'm like. Man, if you've been here two years already, how long have I been here? <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Well, Rodney, you're uh, you're one of those people that you always have a good story. You know, mm-hmm. your your coworkers love you care about people. That comes through for sure. So tell me about tell me about Rodney. What shaped you into who you are today? Good parents. They get they they get the nod first. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that we didn't have anything. I grew up in the mm-hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Chicago? Yes. Like Henry, Cabrini Green? Henry, yep, like Cabrini Green, but yeah. not Cabrini Green. Okay. I'm Henry Horner. Okay. You know where the United Center is? Sure. Before that, it was the Chicago Stadium, and I live right across the street. Ah. So, good parents, because I didn't know we didn't have anything, because all those buildings over there, yeah. everybody else is in the same position. Everybody had food stamps. Me, my father was with us, so mm-hmm. I had a leg up. Yeah. And um, Christmas was all a good time. And I, my family that didn't live in the projects, live on the south side, had their own home. I thought they were rich. We were okay and they were rich. Yeah. It wasn't until I got to high school that yeah. I started understanding where we are where my family was economically. You know, I yeah. got high school, started making friends, and they live in home too. Yeah. You know, that was real foreign to me. Everybody mm-hmm. I knew lived in the projects. So good parenting. So so when you think about that upbringing, parents make such a huge difference, yes, right? I yes, mean, you yes. you can be the you can be the poorest person but, you know, feel the richest, you know, because of the love that Not you poor. feel. Not poor. Not poor. Yeah. Just broke. Broke. Poor is a mindset. That's, that's Poor is right. behavior. You're absolutely right. You just right. broke. Yeah, just broke. <laughs> yeah, we we had you had a positive mindset, positive mm-hmm. love around you. What are some of the values that you learned from that? Like, how has it shaped you into who you are now? Mm. Believing in yourself, you can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever you set your mind to, don't quit. Don't get. Don't don't ever ever quit. Yeah. Don't ever ever quit. And that came in handy (laughs) down the line yeah just not giving up because i 
What What are some of the biggest adversities that you had to overcome oh, to get you here today? Man, number one, drug addiction. Remember when they told you that you were the future? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you couldn't get me to do the 90s again at gunpoint. Uh, not bragging anything, I was a golden boy. Very mm -hmm. smart, top of my yeah. class, high school, went on to college, graduated. Yeah. And the uh, I feel so stupid when I talk about it, but heartbreak. Heartbreak made me pick, you know, I didn't care. And I started drinking and all that type of stuff. And I, mm -hmm. but, you know, like I said, late 80s, early 90s, that's when the epidemic hit the big cities. Yeah. Cocaine epidemic, crack. Yeah. And I got a hold to it. And at first you think you're having fun. Yeah. You're just enjoying yourself, no big time. And then you're like, okay, this is getting kind of out of hand. Maybe I need to put this down. And that's when you find out you can't. Hmm. So. So I've, you know, never been in that experience personally. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, you read about it, but until you experience it, what is that like? The path of no return. It's all, you know. From the people that I know, it's always some type of uh, something happens that make you not care and make you, you know, go that route when you never had before. Yeah. And then once you get into it, it's like they hand you a manual. Honest, I mean, not literally, but yeah, they hand you you get a manual, and if you keep doing it, you're gonna go deeper and deeper and deeper. Everybody that went that way has the same story. You've never been to jail in your life. You're going to jail. Yeah. You know, you never did this. You never did that. Yeah, you're going to do all of that, you know. So it's that getting some event, something triggers it, some. I'm not even exaggerating. I lost everything except my life. Everything. How close did you come to losing your life? God is good because if I was close, I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Had guns pulled on me a couple of times, that type of stuff. But yeah, I lost everything. So how, how were you able to overcome that? I mean, that's a, many people don't come back from that. No, they don't. No, they don't. I lost quite a few. And they did exactly the same thing I did, but they're not here to talk about it. So for those out there maybe facing a similar struggle, what was it that enabled you to come back from it? I'm a, I, I got to say the the one thing that I never wanted to hear when people were trying to tell me, hey, you got to change it around, God, he did it. I didn't. I guess all those years of praying yeah. on the street when I was living on the street from jail cells when I was locked up, just one day he decided, uh, okay, your turn. And it just started happening and mm -hmm. things uh when i started you know you know you try to go to the rehabs you try to do the 12-step programs mm -hmm. and i was clean like five years mm -hmm. that way and i relapsed and went back into it yeah and then all of a sudden it stuck you know this time and um i can't take credit for any of that any of that i'm blessed yeah god, god saw favor on me so how how has that experience, that journey, that difficult situation you overcame, helping you today? I don't take anything for granted. Yep. Um, I again, I don't quit. 
I don't quit. You you know, whatever hits me mm-hmm. probably can't hit me as hard as I've been hit. Yeah. You know. And gives you a toughness, that conf- that inner knowing that you're going to get through it. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't mind talking about it, you know, not at all. Usually when I talk about it, I'm talking to a few people. And like any other bad situation, I've learned to find the funny in it. It takes a little time to get that. Yeah. It takes a little time. Yeah. But find the funny in it. And I because if I talk to you straight up about it and I remember – it hurts. It hurts. And uh, it's, you know, I think about things like if I hadn't gone that route, where would I be now? Mm-hmm. But you can't think about that. You can't. No. I don't wish that on anybody. But what I learned, I wouldn't trade it. I learned too much from it. It made me so much more of a better person. You know, I got a, what they call fat on your head. Wisdom, yeah. Certain, yeah. a certain kind yeah. of wisdom. I'm a little bit harder to fool than regular people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are. You are that, Rodney. Yeah. So, well, you also have, you know, the support of a good woman here. Absolutely. You want to tell us about T? That's Tawana. You never heard that story? No, I never heard the story. We met in high school. Okay. That was my first girlfriend in high school. Really? Yeah. And uh, she went to another high school. We were 14. Mm. And, you know, it was the real cute stuff, the puppy love, the real deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah, hold yeah. hands uh-huh. and you walk into a locker and you oh, carry yeah. your books and oh, you walk yeah. into the bus stop and get a kiss and lose your Ooh. damn mind. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then she transferred to another school. And, uh, she broke my heart. She called me on the phone. I cried like a baby. You know, you you love real hard at 14. <laughs> so your first love. Yeah. First 14. Love. Yeah. So she went to another school and I never saw her. Never saw her again. Okay. And then seven years ago, she found me on Facebook. Really? Yeah. I, see, now I can't envision you on Facebook, Rodney. I, I mean, neither. <laughs> It was my cousin's fault. Okay. It was my my, my well, young. Well, you were meant to meant to meet her then. My young cousin. Yeah. I wasn't in the social media, anything yeah. like that. She made me a page, and for some reason, she misspelled my last name, which is her last name. How'd you do that? Yeah. So one day I was at work, and I'm playing around on the laptop, and I'm like, "How do you fix that?" Duh, Google. You know, I forget that. I'm old. I forget that sometimes. <laughs> You sit up there and wonder about a question. Yeah. You're like, hey, you got a computer in your pocket. Duh. Yeah. So I figured how to fit. And so I changed my last name correctly. And then everybody saw it coming in. I'm like, whoa, people I haven't seen for years and all really? this type of stuff. So she found me on Facebook. And at that time, um, me and my ex were like, I mean, it was done. Had been done for years. Yeah. But we still lived together. And um, I had my company. I used to work for the Board of Trade. Mm-hmm. And I worked for a small ag- agricultural um, trader. Yeah. And he folded because he had personal incidents in his life. Losing his friend, his mother's getting ill. He got ill. And nobody knew how to trade but him. So 
the company folded. So when she got back in touch with me, you know, she'll come to Chicago to see her son, to see her mom, and we'll get together. And I just had too much going on, and I didn't have a job. You know, I'm between yeah. jobs. And yeah. My girl, you don't want none of this. You you don't want none of this. So. But she did. <sighs> she did want that. I didn't want to leave Chicago. No, you're still bemoaning that. I didn't have a. <laughs> I, I didn't have a job. I was attracted to her. Hadn't yeah. seen her in a long time. She lives in Wisconsin. I can't do all that. And it's just no need to tell the rest of the story because you know who won. I do. I do. We won. We won. You we got both of you. Yeah. You know who won. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me about your uh, your fondest memories of Chicago. What do you love about Chicago? Everything. Everything. I do. It's just like. You had some good times there. That's all I know. Yeah. You know, that 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 that's home. Yeah. And it's like. You hear about the shootings, and you hear about, the, but no, it's 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 uh, it's more than gangs and crime in Chicago. Those communities are really close knit. Uh, my next off weekend, I got two reunions come up that I always make. My next off weekend, we have my neighborhood mm. um, reunion that I'm going to. The projects are gone, but the people aren't. Yeah, and we all show up. And we see how everybody's doing and what you're up to. And then after that is my high school reunion. I graduated in 84, but we're all very tight. Mm -hmm. And uh, a few years back, we lost a few of us. And we like, hey, we got to make sure we get together at least once a year, at least. Yeah. So, yeah, that connection is everything to me, everything. So, so Rodney, if if you the can, lakefront, yeah, oh gosh, the lakefront. I mean, it's amazing. Man. You know that, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you scared me there for a minute. No, because because <laughs> it's it's, it's, I, it's just it's so much. I mean, it's, it's so many. There's so many things. There's so many things. The festivals. The you know, I love Grant Fountain. You know, the Grant Fountain, Buckingham, the, the, Fountain yeah, and the Buckingham, Grant yes, Park, yes, yes, and Grant Park, it, yeah. all that, and you just. You take it's a lot of bad things you can say about the town. There yeah, is. it's the yeah. crime. You got the crooked politicians. It's a very racist town. Mm. You got actual they call them ethnic enclaves. Yeah. You can go to certain areas. You go to Chinatown, don't have to speak a word of English, and you would not have to. You go to thirty third and Wallace, you're Polish, you don't know a word of English, you won't have to. Yeah, that's how the neighborhoods are set up. Very few neighborhoods are integrated, which I don't like. The gentrification thing, yeah. I don't like that. You did, yeah. you displace a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It didn't do anything for them. My old neighborhood is unrecognizable, you know, but we're still there. Yeah, I'm, I cut you off. <laughs> no, 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 no. That tape. This is our conversation. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you like role models or if if you could meet anyone, anyone from the past or alive today, who would you want to meet? I why? have met him, Will Smith. Tell me about it. I have met him. Uh, Will Smith, Robert Downey Jr., and these are recent mm -hmm. idols. Okay. Because they lost it all. They got it. Yep. They lost it all, and they got it back. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about him. And I met um, Will Smith one night when I was on the street. 
And we were sitting in an abandoned apartment in another project. This is a Harold Ickes. And we call what we do call hustling. Just go out to make money to support ourselves, draw our drug apps, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And somebody suggested that it was cold and it was snowing sideways. It's Tuesday. Somebody suggested we should go try to make some money. And I'm like, you know what? That sounds so crazy. We should go try. And we went out and we were walking downtown. And the, I want to get the hotel right. I think it was a Hotel Continental. On the South Loop, South End of Grant Park. Yeah. That's a big hotel down there. And anytime I come past that, if I see a limo or something like that part there, I come up, I knock on the window and huh? do my thing, do, yeah. do my spiel. So it was a big white excursion sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I came up, tapped on the window, was tenant, and the window came down, and it was Will Smith. Really? And no one get It's like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. They were here, and they were there in Chicago for 10 days filming Ali. And I'm like, I'm losing my mind and all the time. But nobody was out there. I had the people I was with. So I just told him, I was like, I want to ask you something, but can we just talk? Can we just talk? And he was so down to earth. We talked he wasn't while. like, okay, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There's guys coming up, knocking on my window. He rolls it down. Yeah. Wow. Because it was me. <laughs> okay. Rodney, you don't I, look like a little teddy bear. like uh, Exactly. Yeah. So I got to do something, smile, crack yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Something so what, what to let you know line? you're okay. I don't tell that. <laughs> I don't tell oh, that. But anyway. All right. And we t- I just told him, I want to ask you something, but can we just talk? I love your work. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. Man, you were, uh, what was it, the Wild Wild West? We all watched that as kids, and they gave James West to a black guy. How amazing is that? So we talked, and we talked, and we talked, and we talked, and I followed him for his whole career. And you're standing outside with the snow coming sideways? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And, you know, I cried that, you know, Nona Gay, Marvin yeah. Gaye's daughter, who was in the movie with him, I cracked on him like, that's not Jada, because he was married to Jada sure. then. Yeah. And uh, we just laughed and we just talked. Then he was like, hey, I got to go. You said that you want to ask me something. What's wrong? You on the street? Need something for your pocket? I said, would you? And he gave me, he took one in his pocket, took off a money clip, gave me a fold of bills about that big, and it was singles on top. And I just put it in my pocket and didn't worry about it. And he pulled off. And then one of the guys I was with came around this side, the way he pulled off, and that's when I lost my mind. That's Will Smith. That's Will Smith. Did he give you something? Yeah, let me see what it is. I put it out and stuck my thumb in the middle, and it was 100 And I kept going, and I kept going. $1,806, that's what wow. he gave me. So he gave you everything in his pocket. Yes, he did. Yes, mm. he did. And you know what would be beautiful? If I told you that was the night that I got myself together and I stopped doing drugs, yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not. Yeah. Well, that, would have, that would have been wonderful if I could tell you been. that. Well, <laughs> you, you know what? You can tell me that I now. I can tell you right? that now. Yeah. You're, you're sitting here now and you're, you're living a completely different life yes. than you did back then. And, you know, that's the thing I had to keep up front. Because when I was in that life, I could not see this from where I stood. Mm. But I made it anyway. Yeah. So And now I, now where, you're standing here. Where I want to go, I'll get that too. Yeah. And tell me where that is. Not sure yet. But like I said, peace of mind. 
It's huge to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm a creative. Mm-hmm. I love to write. I can write. Yeah. People always ask me, when's the book? It's a book in there. I just don't know what it's about. Um, well, you haven't lived it yet. Yeah. I love to draw. But my thing is, I just can't do it. Like when I tried to go to art school and stuff, mm-hmm. and they say, hey, draw this, draw that. I can't do it. I have to be on fire about something. I had to really feel it. And then I can kill it. Yeah. yeah. I can kill it. So what's your favorite thing about life? I'm in competition with nobody except the person I was yesterday. Mm. It's beautiful. And that's not something I live my life by. That's something I've learned over the years. And it's given me a lot of peace. So the best thing about life is every morning when I open my mind, open my eyes, I get to go at it again. I get to do it better than I did yesterday. You know, I get to write the mistakes. And don't beat myself up about mistakes. Like I said, I used to think where would I be if that hadn't turned. Yeah. I'm the golden boy. I'm a college grad. That wasn't supposed to happen to me, but mm-hmm. it did. And I made it out on the other side somewhat, you know, because it's – I don't mind talking about it because I don't care who knows about it as long as I don't forget. Yeah. And I can't forget. I can't I, I can't do that. Well, I think being so authentic, right, being comfortable in your own skin, you've earned the right for that, right? You've earned that. What other way is it to There's be? There's no other way. What other – I'm the only me that is. I'm the best me that is. <laughs> no one can be a better me than you. <laughs> or something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rodney, at this point, it's time for me to turn the turn the table here and give mm. you an opportunity to ask me any question that you might want to ask me, if you have one. Well, I asked you the first one at lunch. Yeah. Okay. In seven, what was it, 17 years? 17 you, years. 17 years? Okay. You're a nice person. Most of the time. Uh-huh. That's where I'm going, <laughs> too. That's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. You're a nice person. I like yeah. to, I'm a nice person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to treat people the way I want to be treated. Yeah. I would much rather laugh and smile with you than anything else. Yeah. But in the really real world, yeah. you got knuckleheads that yeah. won't let you do that. Yeah. So have you ever had to uh, severely correct someone? And if so, can I hear the story? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, You know, here's the thing. I've had to do that so many times. I know it. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not like I can be like, oh, that one time, you know, back 10 years ago. No, I mean, that's like, you know, I'm a, I, uh. I like to I like to listen more than I talk. Right. And I like to let other people talk first. I like to hear what people have to say. And um you know and sometimes what people have to say, you know, can hit you the wrong way. Mm. You know, and and as a leader, that's that's okay. People have to you have to appreciate everyone is is different and everyone has different opinions. And and I I have no problem with that. But when someone belittles someone else mm. or puts somebody else down or feels like they're better than someone else, that's 
that's like uh, nails on the chalkboard to me because I feel like, you know, we all need to be more tolerant. Yes. We all need to uh, give everyone an opportunity to have believe what they want to believe, be who they are, accept people for who they are. And I work really hard at that. And so when other people want to put other people down, yes, that's then that's when you'll see uh, you'll see fierce Kathy come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Rodney, this has been this has been amazing. It's I mean, you're awesome. you know I learned I learned so much about you today, and awesome. you know I I have even more respect for the man you are it's... today. Things are changing. Things are changing. From the last time we talked, um, things are changing. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's there, there's been a, being an honest effort to change some of the things that we talked about yeah. out here. I yeah. can see it. You know, I can appreciate it. I can respect it. We want everyone here to have the best work experience they can. Absolutely. And, you know, it's getting there. It's good. I told you, like, again, in Chicago, yeah, certain places mm-hmm. where you work, where you if you land a job there, yeah. you just do not leave. And I believe CNG is just about there. Yeah. Just good. about there. I love hearing that. Music to my ears. <laughs> All right, Rodney. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You inspire me. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> That was fun.